Butler shot, save quick, wraparound score. Pierre Luc Dubois with quick, unable to get across from post to post. Welcome to episode 64 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast, presented by FanDuel. Oh, that nice. That's a nice. The puck, it's a two-on-one possibility. And now a breakaway. Mangiapane again. Right in. Scores! Andrew Mangiapane, second of the period. That room shot. Another block. Oh, Ernie. Crash test dummy. One-timer. Another block. Down goes Fabry. And Fabry again. Shot saved. The Dalkovich. What is happening? Puck's in front. It is loose. To the corner. What? Welcome to the show here. We have a jam-packed, jam-packed show. So let's get straight to the intros. We got Brian, we have Eth, and the new father... Joe I made it, boys. I made How's it. How's fatherhood, buddy? Uh, it's amazing, but like everyone says, the first advice they give to new parents or new fathers, get some sleep, get your sleep now, enjoy it now. It is so true. <laughs> I didn't expect <laughs> it to be as busy as I thought it was going to be. Like, I knew it was going to be busy, but it is, um, yeah, it's different. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, you look pretty good, Joe. You don't look too run down. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm running on about maybe three and a half, four hours of sleep tonight, today, as we're taping this right now. So. Now you know how it feels, eh? Yeah. yeah. Minus <laughs> the booze. Only a few of us Min- in that category. <laughs> Minus yeah. the booze. Yeah. I, well, after, I'm, uh, after your wild Halloween night, Brian, and Eth, possibly, I don't know what you got up to, Eth, but how, uh, how's fatherhood? <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in ten months. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to let you know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a petition that we legally change Joe's name to Papa Joe. Papa Joe, it's done. Yeah, Papa Joe. He's he is well, the father one, of the podcast because he's also the oldest one by like 30 years on here. So yeah, we can 40. we can give him that first dad, first dad on the pod. first dad on the pod, pod that we know of. That we know. I was just gonna uh, say, like you guys yeah. said last week. Yeah. I do have a couple of met like you know those requests on Instagram that you're like those chat messages that are like mm, this sounds like spam. I haven't opened those, so I don't know, Joe. I may be there too. It might we'll be see. a it might be a three year old kid reaching out to his father. No, never know. <laughs> three yeah. years old. Yeah. Three years old. Using fa- Facebook. <laughs> no, it's called Meta. Hey, okay. Who knows these days? Oh yeah. Meta. Oh, that's right. Name change. Uh, I I haven't used Facebook in about I don't know eight years, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Out of the loop. Well, you know, meta. Anyway, I don't yeah, even want to get. No. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk hockey. Hey, here. no, I was gonna say, like it's Halloween today. We should have done some sort of Halloween themed, you know, uh, trick or treat, fantasy hockey thing. I don't know why you. Didn't we should have. Like, I thought about it too, well, and then I forgot. Yeah, I did think about it, but tomorrow when this is out, it's Halloween's over. It's okay. I uh, mean, yeah, I, that's. A, I guess that's a good point. And I Halloween's on one like, of those. A wig yeah, or something. <laughs> we should have dressed up. <laughs> we should have dressed up. <laughs> Halloween is one of those days that once it's done, it is done. Like New York, exactly. you do not think about Halloween tomorrow. Oh, see, yeah. Brian just did a disappearing act. 
<laughs> for those view, for those viewers on YouTube. Yeah. Well, he's been a ghost this week because I've been smashing oh. him in the pool. But oh, anyway. he went to go get props. He went to go get props. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't know where to What the hell it. is that? <laughs> he doesn't know. know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> now he's got to hold that the whole podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a decoration for uh, like a house thing. It lights up, but uh, it's the closest thing I could find. So I just grabbed it. So you're just going to hold it all show? Put it on the table. I might. We'll think about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, as I mentioned, we have a big show today. We're going to play Warrior Wait a little later, the highly anticipated first edition of the season. Highly. I guess that can be... That can be kind of Halloween-y, worry or wait, you know. Drink or treat. We're going to play of, that. Yeah, you got to put some sort of ooh to worry. it. Worry. Yeah, yeah. But first. Is that the Halloween music? Yeah, whoever's. Yeah. Oh, worry. I don't know if you, you guys be on the Halloween watching, music. The Le- watching the Leafs game yesterday. I heard that during like a, yes. a, a timeout break. I was yeah. dying. Yes. <laughs> they played it. Let's start. The same way we start every week. Let's start with the fantasy players of the night this week. And a dig it loose, but the Adams will be content to kill the time out in front. Theodore, and a one final save by Sorokin, who pulls back-to-back shutouts for the second time in his career. First off, we had Ilya Sorokin. Oh boy. Sorokin had a 42-save shutout. It was his second shutout in back-to-back nights, which was very impressive. Sorokin started all seven games for the Isles. He's got a 3-2-2 two, two record with a GAA of 219, the save percentage of 922. Varley was out. Varley is back now. But I still think Sorokin's going to end up keeping that job, taking it. Like it. I said in the uh, Metro preview, I think Sorokin's going to steal this job this year and take over the number one duty. And I can even see Sorokin taking over that number one spot from Varley. I think Varlamov has, I think, two years left. And the injury didn't help his case, and Sorokin's play through the first seven, you know, he's definitely taking advantage of the the time in the net. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not too much to say about Sorokin. Let's move on. Senators bring it right back in. Shabbat on the rolling puck. Hands it off to the boys for Norris. The Monday nighter, the Monday nighter, the Monday night we <laughs> was had football. <laughs> <laughs> one NHL game, Mister Monday nighter. Yeah, we had Drake Batherson. He had a hat trick and added an assist. Uh, Batherson's seven points this season lead the Sens. He's got twenty-one shots, eighteen hits. I got nothing bad to say about Batherson. I think the ceiling for him this season is probably sixty points. But I could see him being like the go-to guy for years as the sins get better. And he's only 60% owned, which is kind of weird. That's, I think he you, should be somewhere You know in the what, 80s. Mike? That's exactly what I was going to say. He's 60% owned and it's too low. Yeah. It's, it's, that's way too low. He actually has eight points yeah. now in seven games. And oh. he, I think 60 points is pretty easily attainable for him, honestly. That might sound crazy, but... He seems like I the think, point getter on that team. Like, I think, the, I think the guy is Kachuk, but I think, like you said, I think... When it comes to points, I think he'll be the guy yeah. that leads the team for a longer period of time. No, yeah, and Mike said it. There's like nothing to dislike about this guy. He's like six three, two ten, and nothing. He had two full seasons in the AHL where he finished well above point per game. Like that's that's pro hockey. You know what I mean? And he's 23 years old now. I think we can expect big things from this guy. Really, 
Yeah, I agree. It's totally. Take this one against Lundestrom. It gets scrubbed. Ehlers comes up with it. Ehlers scores! Nikolai Ehlers gets his first of the season with 120 to go in regulation. Following night, we had Nick Ehlers. Two goals and one assist. What a game it was. He actually had two goals in like the final minute, I believe, to stun Anaheim. But um, he's got two goals now, three assists, five points on the year. His 32 shots ranked sixth in the NHL. So he's, so he's shooting a bunch. And his shooting percentage is still low. And if you if a corrected shooting percentage would have him about four goals. So more goals are coming for this guy. The one hit and zero blocks on the year kind of keeps me from loving him. But, you know, he had 46 points in 47 games last year. He's averaging 19 minutes, so two plus more this year than last year. So um, just based on all that, I think he's a lock for 70 points. Yeah, but I think he's he's a type of player, Mike, you were saying that like the one hit and then not really shot blocks. You know what you're getting from him when you have him. Like you don't expect him to be that peripheral guy. You He is a pure point getter, goals, assists, power play points, like shots. And if, if you know with any player, if you know what you're going to, like what you expect out of them and don't think, you know, all of a sudden this guy's going to stray from what he normally does, then you're fine with it. And, and he's, a, he's a really good player on a good team, and he's going you know, to get his cookies. The thing is that the Jets' lineup so far this year has been – it hasn't been consistent at all because, you know, you started with Shifley missing that one game COVID, from suspension. Yeah. Then you had COVID issues with Wheeler and Shifley. So their main power play, top six, hasn't really – stabilized because these guys have been in and out so maybe that's one why player that's taken advantage of that is Dubois who's kind of looked like he's yeah. returned to form after a yeah, Dubois after a season where Dubois has been yeah he's been sick and like he's got 10 points in eight games this year yeah. he only has 15 shots though Dubois and that's the part like he has it's a 40 percent shooting percentage. yeah that's gonna keep that's got to even out at some high. point unless he shoots is, more is he a that's sell high crazy. is he a sell high candidate guys I th- I think I think it's it's too early to yeah. make deals like that. Like, I guess you could like if someone you know depending on but yeah, there's exactly. a player you if really a player, like, but there's I, a star I, who's like insane. Well, that's the yeah. thing. I think I think then yes. now like the next 100%. two three weeks is your is your, is your sell window. high window. Here's your like, here's, here's yeah, your best. Ahead, sorry, here's your best. I think case scenario is you're if you're in keeper leagues where there's maybe guys have a bunch of keepers they got to trade you have you know 10 12 14 team leagues where everyone has multiple keepers you got to trade and i think and i think you guys agree with me you'd rather trade your keepers earlier in a season than later and if you can somehow you know if this guy's on a tear and you can try to sell him as hey he's back to being the guy who we thought he was he's on a good team he's getting chances maybe you can trade him for a, a pretty decent keeper and like you said, and sell high, and you know, and maybe he does this the rest of the year. But the the odds of him being forty percent, his shooting percentage is not that's not in the cards most of the time, right? Yeah. And David on an outlet couldn't catch up to it, and now the Flyers on the counter strike. Here's a drive. Score! And Atkinson again. That's his ninth in eighteen games against the Oilers. And Philadelphia regains the lead. I will tell you a sell high. I was going to say this too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The next guy here, we got Cam Atkinson. He had fantasy player of the night on Wednesday, I believe. He had two goals. Atkinson right now has six goals and one assist for seven points on the year. 
he has a 26% shooting percentage. So it's not, it's not crazy like Dubois, but it is still high. The thing with Atkinson, though, is he's averaging 15.55 of ice time. The last time he saw such little ice time was seven years ago uh, in his first full year with Columbus. Personally, six goals, one assist. That's a guy that I'm circling sell high on is Cam Atkinson. Yep. He said it all. Perfectly Six goals in seven games. Yeah, he's... I think when we spoke of him, uh, like, in the preseason shows, we said 20 to 25 goals or something. And obviously, he's just crushing that number right now. Yeah, so and I, I, wasn't, I, think, I wasn't high on him when we talked about him in those pre-shows. Yeah. And, and the fact that he came out so on fire, maybe the sell-high factor is... If I owned him, that sell-high factor would be something that I would look at. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about this for a sell-high? Manjapane, is he a sell-high... He hasn't had a goal in his last two games, but before that, seven and five or six, I believe. And then dating back to last year, it was just unbelievable. It was like 12 goals in 10 games or something. He can't keep this up. Like, he can't keep, like, he's not going to score. Like, he's not, do you think he even hits 30? I can see him hitting 30. It's just like. Do, do you have his shooting I, percentage, Mike? I'm not it's, on me right because, now. Well, seven goals and no assists. In, yeah. in eight games, so young. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like I, I don't, and I, maybe it goes with like Calgary. Do we expect Calgary to keep this up too? Obviously, yeah. I don't know. It's it's strange. He gives you all the other stuff too as well, but I don't think he's gonna keep this production up. He's a good young player. It's just yeah, he's not keeping this production up. I think he probably I, ends up in the low fifties. That's that's my guess. I really I really like him. Um, the thing with him is like. I'm waiting on him to get the top power play time. Uh, Monaghan's kind of been a little bit better lately. I thought he was going to get it. Maybe eventually he will. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. I believe he's an RFA come next year, so he's going to need a contract. Maybe he finds a new team, and then maybe that's his big break to get more ice time, power play time, and then that's when you're going to see kind of a, a breakout. He's at him. a 35% clip. That's high. So. Yeah, it's high. Throws it through the top of the crease, got in too deep. There's a shot, turned away, rebound, great save. It might have gone off a stick as Markstrom tried to scramble back. And a great chance here with an open net. Denied by the panel. What a stop. All right, we'll stick with Calgary here. The following night, Jacob Markstrom. Guy's been absolutely unreal. He had a 45-save shutout. It was his second of the year. He followed that up again Saturday night with another shutout giving him three shutouts in the past four games. Absolutely insane. Um, Calgary's been, as we said right there, he's been, they've been surprisingly a really good team. And uh, Marky's part of that. 1.33 GAA, a .957 save percentage. Yeah, that's, that's a, probably not going to continue Those video, Those are video to that extent. It's, to yeah. three shutouts. Yeah, video game <laughs> numbers. But uh, on, in, in his defense, this is the goalie that, Calgary thought they were signing. Maybe not as the numbers like this, but more of this ilk than the one that we last saw season. last year, right? So yeah, you got you got paid, and this is what he's you know this is what you thought he should be. Yeah, it's Mar- yeah. it's Markstrom and Freddie Anderson for the October Vesna. Mm-hmm. Love those. Who love those. Freddie. Love those three weekend yeah. Vesnas. <laughs> those three week Vesnas. We'll do a we'll do a Vesna at the end of every month. And you thought about <laughs> keeping Jack Campbell instead of Freddie Anderson. You Guys, loser. 
<laughs> Thank I almost God. got cute with that one. I almost you got, got cute. cute. With that. But to Campbell's defense, like Campbell's been really yeah, good too, yeah. but just Freddie's been out of this world. But it's you know, the, well, not the even teams have the been team. the, it's the, the biggest team. difference. The right? big, the it's team. the team. Not you put you insert goalie here for Carolina, and he's probably going to have twenty eight saves and allowing a goal. Like that doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're well, they don't play so solid in front of him. No, he's been great. But you know, he we'll see what he can do have, in the big games. Yeah, and he doesn't have mysterious injuries anymore, so that's good for him, right? <laughs> I've probably seen every team so far this year. I would think. Carolina's the best team, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they're unreal. They're, un- they're sick, top to bottom. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, there's nothing not to like so about that good. lineup. Wierenski to Robinson, the save, the rebound. Corelli is saved by Shesterkin. This is our third goalie of the, of the week here that had fantasy player of the day. Another stud. Yes, Igor Shesterkin. 31 save shutout for Joe's boy. My boy. Uh, Shesterkin's got a 4-1-1 record to start the year. A 1.81 GAA, 9.44 save percentage. You know, the Rangers are in what looks like a really, really tough Atlantic division, but they've they've held their own, and Shesterkin looks like he's dialed in this year. It's not even a dispute between who's the, the starting goalie there as it was the past couple of years. Like, Shesterkin's the guy, Gurigan's the yeah. backup. He got paid, um, and now he's putting on a show. Yeah. Joe, don't think I forgot how you uh, how you got Chester Kane. I don't I, I don't remember what you're talking about. Swin- the swindle of swindles. <laughs> he was in my favorite. He was in my job. watch. I remember saying to Joe. List. I remember Joe had no idea who this guy oh, was. Oh yeah, like, okay, well, I they, didn't have. They just they just called him up. He's gonna Literally be a stud. This left. guy yeah. picked him up the next day. I think I was I was full on yeah. my moves for the week. No, I don't and know if you were everyone, full, but I think I had the rest. I had the I had the waiver claim on you. I think even worse. I think I had the waiver claim on you. I think that's what it was. I can't remember exactly how it went down, but we talked about it the day before, and then I got him the next day. But my, to be fair, he was in my watch list. Fine. Okay. I'll give you that. I'm not giving it to him. 13 minutes into the contest, there is no score. McKinnon, far side for Burakovsky, to the line of sky. He scores! Tic-tac-toe! And the captain finishes it off. Saturday night, Gabe Landeskog. He had two goals and two assists. I'm sure you guys know by now, Landy's like one of my favorites because he does everything, and I like people that do everything, like players that do everything. Um, his shooting percentage don't, is don't, a little Don't high, lie, you like if, the way he looks, too. Come on. Oh, he's a yeah, the guy Where called him Gabe Landeskog. Like, <laughs> you're not his buddy. <laughs> Gabe, he's my buddy. Where did he finish in our uh, man rocket bracket? <laughs> do you remember? Who won that? He was in the final. He was in, he was in the final eight, I think. Lungfist won. Who went in the finals against? It was like was it Yossi? Was it a surprise? Yossi, I think. No, or yeah. Matthews? Matthews, I know Matthews got to the final four. Yeah, I think Matthews and Sagan were also in the final four. I think Sagan. Yeah, I could see. Sagan might Matthews have been in the final. Head. I don't know. Well, Matthews had a, Matthews had a Cinderella <laughs> run. Matthews had a good. Was run. that was that pre mustache <laughs> or with the mustache? That was market. That was the market we were in. That that got that going. That's, was that that's was that pre mustache, guys? I think it was pre. Yeah. Can you imagine maybe what he gets now with the with the mustache? You, the cookie you, dust. You're saying it's a good thing. The mustache. It's a good thing. I, I think. He, I think he. I think. I think it looks good on him. Like he can. No sport one's it, beating. Man. No one's beating Henrik the King. Come on. The lip carpet. So the final Brady four. Brady Shea made was, it far too. He was a stud. It was Lungfist versus Wilson. Oh, Tommy. And Sagan and Matthews. 
It's a bit. And then it was a Sagan Lungfist yeah. final. Yeah, that's the Sagan way it should be. Sagan Lungfist. Lungfist crushed on three to one. Yeah. yeah, the whole bracket was a formality. Like we should just <laughs> give it to Lungfist off the start. We, sh- we should have just had. If we did it now, because he barely. If we did it now, it'd be no retired players. That's yeah, what he it wouldn't be, be and then it'd yeah. be well, yeah. it'd be wide open. But the lung butter. Sorry, on. I derailed uh, Landeskog talk over here, Landy. Well, if we were doing if we were doing retired players, Mike Ricci would have won. Oh yeah, hundred oh, percent. Mister Triple H knows over there. Eh? <laughs> that guy's a sex symbol. Have you, did you hear? Fabio. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? He is. Yeah. Apparently, like he's like like the guy. Where in, people find him attractive. Where in Denmark? He's so ugly. That's that's a real thing. <laughs> Where in Antarctica, I, where there's two people in Liechtenstein, he's a god. <laughs> uh, all right, Gabe Landeskog, back to where I was going here to be sidetracked. Yeah, shooting percentage is a little high, but even if it was corrected, his eight points in six games would be like six points in six games, and that's where I think he is. I think he's a point per game player. Uh, he's very, very valuable considering all that he does. And for some reason, he has center winger eligibility. I don't know when the last time he played center is, but yeah, I love those weird, guys that play it once and they're like, yeah. yeah, you have eligibility now. You're like, I love that. Jump on them. <laughs> there are some weird ones. I wonder if uh, like Yahoo's going to take some away because that sucks. Can you imagine having some and then having a bunch and then you get wake up one morning and you well, see only two? Well, it won't be two. this year because I don't think they do that in season, right? No, they, they, they've done it they in do, season They do that? Yeah. I know they don't do that for football. So I know they've I added. hockey, they I, don't do that I know either, they've added them uh, in season. Uh, do you remember the, the, the best? The best used to be, remember when Burns used to play f- like third line wing, but also D? So you used to put him on your D wing or oh, D, and I was like, "This is a cheat." I go, "This is a cheat code. This isn't even. This isn't even fair." Uh, Buffy, yeah. play one one shift on the fourth line. All of a sudden, you're a wing or D all year. I love oh, that. Brendan Smith, baby. <laughs> yeah, Pissick. There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Actually, before we go any further, I got some stuff that I want to talk about, uh, and I want to start this off with a question to you guys. Okay. As guys, would you say that the bodily grooming habits of a partner are important to you? Simple yes or no? Yes. Extremely yes. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. It's important to me too, guys, and women are no different. Uh, I can dump all kinds of stats on you guys, but to keep it simple, we all know grooming and hygiene are very important when trying to keep a woman. It's not a secret. And this is where Manscaped should come into all of our lives. Because, guys, they'll help you with that better than anyone can. I assume we've all tried the products, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You heard my routine. Oh, yeah, Mike's routine was <laughs> off the charts. He went down the lineup of NHLers on the bench. <laughs> I was dying when I was listening. <laughs> we, did. we got some good feed- feedback on that, too. All right, but, guys, I'll be honest. Since I started getting ball hair, I've been lost on the best way to deal with it. I've tried shitty trimmers. I've tried expensive trimmers. I've so tried since you were, razors. like, 13? <laughs> oh, uh, no, like eight. <laughs> oh, there you go, eight. <laughs> no, uh, maybe a little older. Our brother was eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I. Uh, I've tried. I've tried everything. I've tried uh, dull razors too. I've tried razors so new that they had no business being anywhere near my boys. <sighs> That's a tough call, man. <laughs> it gets worse though. It, 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 it gets worse. I've tried, I've tried getting myself excited in the shower, you know, to firm up the sack a bit. <laughs> I've, I've done that. So, <laughs> I've, uh, 
I've tried the bat wing. Okay, you got to be soft for that. Oh but for anyone that doesn't know, the bat the bat wing is when you stretch the skin nice and tight like a bat's wing. When you okay? sque- makes shaving <laughs> yeah. a little bit easier. Do you squeeze also them? dangerous. It's, it's like also dangerous. <laughs> Sending out the signal. And, and worst of all, worst of all, I pulled the absolutely shameful move of using my face trimmer around my twig no. and berries. Did you throw oh, it right in the garbage? No. Or what? Hey, listen. That's like the lowest of the low, but I can't be the only one. Like you guys got to confirm that right no. now. We, you've done some yeah. of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Sometimes, you give a, you, especially, especially when you first and start, you, and you give the you give the clipper a little wash, and that's it. But yeah, let's like, be honest. I mean, if you're especially if you, you, you gotta clean, clean it, you gotta right? clean you gotta it take first. Care of, yeah, you gotta yeah. clean first. Okay, um, but the, see, the point is here, guys, is that I've needed, we've all needed Manscaped for a really long time. Finally. I have all these awesome products that are made specifically for not only grooming yourself properly and with ease, but making it an enjoyable time as well. The Lawnmower 4.0 is one of those products. It has skin safe technology. It's called, it's got a built in LED light. It makes stick handling around the two defensemen and the goalie a lot easier than it should be. And you know what? When you stick handle around the demon and the goalie, you're going to slide one into the net. And you know exactly what I mean. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, confidence oh, too, dude. guys. Confidence too. For all the single guys out there, like myself, you know, that first time when the clothes come off, you know, uh, you're going to go from thinking, I hope my shit looks good, to thinking, man, I hope she gets a whiff of my ball cream. And with that, I'm referring to the crop preserver. We've all tried yes. it. It's that cream that you put on your gonads. When you get out of the shower and dry up, smells amazing. Anti-chafe, it's it's unreal. Probably my favorite. Uh, it's all it's all made a huge difference. So if you guys want to take care of yourself properly, if you want that type of confidence, uh, when the pants come off, head to manscaped.com, enter the promo code FHB at checkout for twenty percent off your order. That's manscaped.com. Enter the promo code FHB at checkout for twenty percent off your order. And guys, your balls will thank you. Yes, they will. Beauty and. You get free shipping. As free well. shipping. That's a great call, Mike. Yeah. Got to mention yeah. that. Yeah. Good stuff there. Love it. Love it. We love it. And uh, again, thanks to those happy guys. Happy to be yeah. affiliated. Absolutely. All right. Let's keep with the hockey talk here. We have a couple guys I do want to talk about. Starting with JT Comfer. Not the sexiest name in the world here. Not but at all. JT Comfer has had a hot start for the Avs. He's got eight points in eight games. Top power play, top penalty kill, 26 years old. He's got 20 shots to start the year. He's averaging 19.35 of ice time. Obviously, he's top everything. Why not? And that's five minutes more than last season. Looks like he's taken Kadri's spot off the top power play. Uh, We have Rantanen out right now, but when everybody was kind of in the lineup, it was Comfort's spot on the power play. I like this guy. I think he's... 14% 14% owned? How much can we realistically expect from a guy that's had 32 points max in his career to date? Well, if he's going to get all this opportunity, he's only 26 years old. He has a good, I, I believe he's got a good resume. I was looking at it earlier. I think his AHL stats were good. I know, I think he was in the Big Ten or something. He was put up all kinds of points. Um, it's more of an opportunity with this guy. Like, I'm not saying. You Grab know, him, hold him, keep whatever, him. Yeah. I think he's good to have now. Yeah. Ride him out. Yeah. He's worth adding, and he's very cheap right now. But don't be don't be that guy that uh, that buys high 
on him, right? Like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he probably is a sell-high candidate right now. You might have someone trying to swindle, uh, you know, point per game. He's point per game through eight games, and he's got all that those peripheral stats. So I think you got to just be weary of that. But, yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, right it's, it's more of an... More it's of like a ad. Mike and Lopo like, kind of deal, you know? Like, they're looking for the swindle job. <laughs> let's not go there. I love how Brian is still holding the pumpkins. And just... <laughs> you got to be committed at this point, and I'm, I'm all in. He's using it as an armrest, too. <laughs> he uses it as a headrest. Okay, well, Brian's going to get talking now, because I want to talk about Troy Terry a little bit here. <laughs> Troy Terry leads the Ducks in points with nine in eight games. His shooting percentage is double his norm, but unlike Atkinson, who's 32, like I'd have a really hard time saying to sell high on a player like Terry. He's only 22 years old or 21. He could be a little bit older, oh, no, he's but 24, 24 maybe. 24. But anyway, yeah, he's young. Yeah. He's young, and um, I just think, you know, Anaheim, they're not exactly stacked. There's opportunity there. I think he has the potential to be a 55-point player this year, and he's only 14% owned. So, yeah, I, I, I think there. I, I, don't, I don't mind Terry. Again, not a guy who's going to get you hits, blocks, but opportunity on Anaheim, and he could, uh, he could take advantage of that. I'm not saying point. And he's available. Game, again, yeah. 55. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually this week I, dra- I drafted Comtois, and he's been an absolute negative. So I, I dusted him for Terry, and he's gotten me a point in every game he's played this week. So it's been all right. Yeah. It hasn't helped him much. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not, 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 not his fault. You know, he's been doing okay. Yeah, Brian, what's going on, man? I was hoping you would do something this week. Well, I mean, like I said, the trend this year is going to be I get killed one week, I smash the next week, I get killed. It's just going to be an up and down roller coaster. Oh, here. who do you play I'm next week? It. So it you're going to smash them? Are you playing exactly me next week? Uh yes. Oh, it's a no. I don't know. It's either you or Pete. So I do don't you, know. Do you think this guy looks ahead to the next week, Brian? I mean, Joe. <laughs> I, would, I would. You don't think he does? It's not. I'm, I'm on Sundays. I'm I do. facing your brother. Well, on Mondays he does. <laughs> I said Sundays, you idiot. <laughs> I know, but it's just, that's not even. I'm playing. True. I'm playing you in two weeks, so hopefully you have a. Hopefully you're right on that on your well, that uh, evaluation. Be, yeah, that should be my down week, so you might have a good chance there. <laughs> Guys, at what point? At what point do we believe in Buffalo and Craig Anderson? Never. Craig Anderson <laughs> has played five games. He's four and one. On one point nine eight GAA, a nine thirty nine shooting percentage, thirty one percent owned. Safe, he's sitting on a lot, a lot of waiver wires. What's that? Eth? He said shooting percentage. If he's got a uh, shooting percentage of nine thirty nine, then he definitely should be. Added. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Thanks for correcting me. Save percentage, but guys. We all know what the goalie position, and you could draft a goalie like Flurry, for example, and just be dying to get some games, dying to get some, uh, some good numbers. Mm-hmm. At some point here, it is still too early, but like, is Buffalo? No, this is, this is Buffalo going to be a decent no. This is the yeah, classic: pick should, him up, yeah. ride him as he as he's hot, and then just ride the wave. He, he's yeah. going to just dump him, dump him because he's gonna that wave is going to cap him and drown him underwater. Okay, I got a question yes. for you guys. I have a question. Buffalo's five one and one. Okay, Chicago is zero seven and two. Who's gonna finish Who has with a more points? Better chance of making the playoffs. I think Chicago finishes with more points. So you think Chicago has a better chance yeah. of making so the playoffs? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Oh I mean, gosh. the that Atlantic's t- it's a tough division, right? So 
it's even if you can have like in the east you can have a team with 95 points that doesn't make the playoffs and then in the west you can have a team that has like 89 and make it right so i don't know i think chicago maybe does but they're like just it's i feel just, like that's i feel yeah. like it's just a lost season there like we everything were, is just going against them right now man we yeah. are all high on chicago and we were just, uh, they we have were no third. wins through nine games we had them all finishing third in the division i think I think I, I had them yeah. second. Oh, yeah. Wow. You're such a loser. <laughs> what a loser. They, they've been terrible. Absolutely terrible. They're here. They're her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, let's get into some injuries here. Timetable on Cooch came out. It's going to be eight to ten weeks. Doesn't matter. He'll be there we for had, the playoffs. We all know his routine. Yeah. He'll be there well. We all know his Tampa <laughs> routine. This guy's going to win. You know there's going to be teams that do that. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, Vegas is Vegas is probably going to run up against Vegas, there, too. I'm like, telling you, Vegas Michael. will be... Yeah, wait, Vegas, because the rumors have come out. We should talk about that a bit. The rumors have come out, like Vegas and Eichel. That's, that's I think, coming. I think Calgary is the close. other team, too. So like, Random. There's, yeah. But it would not shock me if, they, if Vegas brings in Eichel and then... You know, Tuck, who's supposed to come back in, like, February, they're like, eh, Tuck, it. you're not coming back soon. And then they push him, and then they're just stacked for the playoffs. But I don't think they can fit Eichel with Stone and Pacioretty in the lineup. I think they're gonna have, I think something has to be done there. Well, yeah, but if why does it have to be Stone or Patches? Well, that, well wait. Well, my well, because thing they're is, the big money guys, right? Hold on, Joe. Yeah, he, they're the big money guys. But if you're Buffalo, why do you want either guy? Like okay, you'd want Stone. Sorry, you would want Stone. You would want Stone, but you're not partying no, with no, Stone. No, you're not Vegas, and you don't want patches no, no, if you're what, Buffalo. No, I'm not saying going the other way. What I'm saying is, if they get Eichel with them still on the IR, the LTIR, they before they come back and healthy enough, they got to make a move. Something I don't and I, it won't be one of those guys though. I don't know. Oh, so, I don't so know. Joe, like, you're the, saying the, you're the saying Leafs you can pay the, everybody forty mil. And they still have their lineup. Like, there's no reason why Patrick yeah, and Stone and Eichel can't play. In the no, same I know, lineup. but Vegas's depth gets. They have a lot more. Like Petro makes nine and change. Yeah, I'm right? sure. Like, you, Theodore's. I, I I don't know his contract off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. But I I don't know if he's due for one coming up soon. But Joe, you're saying you know, they're going to need to. Joe, you're saying you don't see the pieces. three of them playing in the lineup together. Yes. Huh. Because I know when they were in cap trouble, a couple like. Last yeah, year, before patches. they, it was either Patches or Flurry that had to go, or Martinez yeah. even too. Well, so they decide to keep Martinez and Patches and get rid of Flurry. Do uh, so. I'm just, I'm just interested if if they can fit because they were up against the cap with everyone in the lineup. How are they going to add a ten million dollar player without sending out a big deal? You know, yeah, do, maybe. Do you guys know that? Um, I just pulled this up right now. It's kind of crazy. I didn't know. I, I pulled up their cap friendly. I didn't know that Riley Smith and Marcheseau both made five mil per. But that's what I'm saying. Their depth, their middle guys make a ton more than the Leafs. That's why. The Leafs are top-heavy. Like, you brought them up with the four guys yeah, or five is. guys making X amount. That's where I think, like, that's where the money, like, the, their top guys, like, if Eichel comes on, he'd be the highest paid at 10.5, I think. Then it would be, yeah. like, Stone and then Patches. So, it'd be interesting to see well, if they can make it work. Obviously, they can make it work because they're in, the rumors are out there and they're, they're in conversation with it. Yeah. Well, so. make it work, freaking! It's Eichel. Like, and well, and the thing is, you don't have to make it work until either of them get back from the LTIR because Eichel's not going to come right into the lineup right away. He's yeah, either yeah. this season's shot or he's going to be back like February, March. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, we had Oshi week to week. I think in his place, Backstrom's still out. I think uh, Wilson will get a look on the top power play, which is 
good for Wilson owners. Uh, you have Drew Doughty. He got his timetable six. Apparently out for six. Uh, could be back around the eight-week mark. Um, in his place, LA is going to probably end up rotating some D in the top power play. They started with uh, Matt Roy. Um, now Kyle Clegg's getting a look. So uh, maybe DFS plays there. And then Jack Hughes got his timetable. He's, he'll be reevaluated in five weeks from now. Now, let's get to the fun stuff. Worry or wait. Worry. Actually, but first, 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 first. You guys heard it on the intro. We're now presented by FanDuel. We're very excited about it, um, our new affiliation. As our preferred website for daily fantasy hockey, we'll be posting the best lineups on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday night schedules to go in line with the heavy nights of the NHL most weeks. Uh, With a variety of game types like full roster, where you spend $55,000 among nine players to fill out a team, or even a snake draft to compete against other players, there are multiple ways to win cash. Play along and join FanDuel using the link in the episode description of this podcast or the link in our bios on Instagram, Twitter, and you will automatically receive 20% match deposit up to $500, meaning if you sign up and deposit $100, bucks, 20 bucks for free into your account. So make sure you join us on FanDuel. Worry or wait? Are you guys ready for this? Ready. There are a lot of players that are underperforming right now. We don't need to get into detail on a lot of them. Otherwise, it's going to be a three-hour podcast. So if you want to say something, go for it. But if not, hope simple worry or wait is good enough. So worry. first, First time this season, we probably have some new listeners. If you say worry, you're worried and you look might look to trade or drop them. <laughs> you're concerned about them. You're looking, your level of concern is at a high. If you say wait, then uh, you think they're this is just a short-term Patience. thing and they're going to bounce back and be patient with them. Starting with the Toronto Maple Leafs, we have Matthews has two points in six games, only one goal. And Mitch Marner, despite scoring one goal on Saturday night, he's got three points in nine games. I am probably, you guys are probably going to agree with me on this. I'm absolutely 100% waiting on that. 100%. I was going to say, if you said anything else. Yeah, it kind of gave it away that you said we're all going to agree with you. But yeah, like, yeah, there no. was a little bit of hesitation where it was like, is this guy going to say worry? Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> those guys were sluggish out of the gate. Matthews especially. Marner's been having some jump the last couple games, but Matthews especially is, uh, he looks like he's After his- really kicking it into gear. Yeah, like yeah. after his first game, he went down on a little bit of like his first game against the Rangers. He was on fire. He was all around it. Then he had a couple games, down games, mm-hmm. and then now he's kind of he seems like he's more engaged and interested. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely wait. Matthews is such a good goal scorer. He's obviously nowhere near the top right now, and he's gonna get there. So I think you can expect a, a big time surge soon. Like he's gonna go on like yeah. a ten goals and in, in nine games sort of run. Absolutely. And I, I'll throw a quick shout out to one of our followers on Instagram, Joe Trichler. Uh, just before the podcast, actually, he said somebody offered him Matthews for Ovechkin. Oh. And uh, he's like, I have to do that, you right? Have I said, 100%. You have 100%. Yeah, that's a, a solid. Yeah. 
So buy low on uh, on Maddie if you can for sure. And Marner again, just wait on these guys. Next, Patrice Bergeron, three points in seven games. Play the music. Play the. Dunk. You're worried. Play it. Play the Halloween. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's the age. The age. It's the is age. That He's getting more, up there. I know. His, I know his two wingers might carry him a little bit more this year, but. He's never been that guy to get a, the large number of points. Mm-hmm. Fair. And as he gets up there in age, he's so good defensively, maybe that's kind of where his focus will lie entering his last year of his contract, and who knows what happens next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little worried on, on Bergeron for sure. I, I don't see him getting 80 points. Probably going to fight through some sort of injury this year because it seems like he... Tends to miss a few games. Like I, I think, I think I, he might not even reach seventy. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say, it wouldn't surprise me if we yeah. get a sixty-point season yeah. out of him. So based on expectation, I'm yeah worried with with Bergeron. I'm I'm waiting. Elias Peterson. You're yeah, waiting. I think we got to go around the table here a little bit better. I got. <laughs> okay. I'm waiting because um, like he's done it in the past, and if you're worried, what are you gonna do? Drop him? Sell low? You can include them in a package. You're maybe. selling low, then. Like, like, I mean, you're still kind of. Selling you don't low. want to sell low. That's that's no. The thing. You don't want to sell low. I, I think yeah. maybe if you're really if you are worried, I think the move is to still wait, and then when the numbers come up a little bit, then if you want to sell, but or maybe when you're looking for a trade, you look like you look for a GM like yourself to deal with. Yes. That likes them. Yeah. That Who isn't knows? worried about them. Who knows the value can, of them? Yeah. That's what yeah. I was going to say. In good, in really good leagues with good managers, you can sell someone low but get Same the value, value for right. them to somebody who's thinking they're about buying yeah. low. You know what yeah. I mean? But, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Bergeron. Brian, worried or wait? I'm going to wait because it's it's the pedigree of, of this guy, who he is. You know what I mean? And, and like you said, if you trade him low now. Who he plays with. and Yeah, who he plays with. And he's it's not like he's going to get demoted to the third line at any point. Like He's going to continue to get put out there. And he's going to get the opportunity. He'll bounce back. And you said you're not going to, like, he has such a lineage of doing it well. You're not going to trade him now because you're not going to get what you want for him unless you trade, like you said, with a manager who knows. But at that point, you might as well just keep him. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, keep him, see how it goes. If you really want to trade him, wait till he starts to, you know, get the uptick in his play and then deal with it there. But at this point, I, I'm not I'm not trading him or, or worrying. Okay. Elias Pettersson, four points in nine games. Shaky start for him. Let's go around the table here. Worried or wait, Joe? I'm waiting with him. Um, I think also there's just, you know, like Besser hasn't caught fire yet. I think just the Mm -hmm. Canucks in general really haven't hit that stride that we kind of expected them to. So I I get, and he, I think he was dealing with, you know, the not being in camp as well. It's a different kind of season. That's why I'm waiting with him. Once he gets going a little bit more, uh, I think he'll be fine. I agree 100%. I think, uh, like you said, Vancouver yeah. hasn't hit their stride yet. they got a lot of new bodies in. I think they will, and I think Patterson's going to go off. Buy low. Buy low. That's a good buy low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buy low on Elias. Walk with Walk Elias. Walk with um, Elias. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Okay, uh, Vegas. This is an interesting situation because we got Stone and Patches out. Shea Theodore has three points in eight games. Petrangelo, one assist in eight games. That's not good, eh? Well, we can group these guys together. What are you doing? 
Well, it's tough to group them together. I think I'm. I, I think okay, I'm worrying. Don't. I think I'm worrying about Petro and waiting on Theodore. I, I think that's pretty good. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd be the same. That Vegas team has just been sluggish out of the gate, and with all the injuries and stuff, like it's it's not looking good up there, you know. And again, Petro just wasn't that like he's not a point yeah, producer per se, exactly. and I think Theodore is. And um, you know, once the guys return from injury, he's on PP one. He'll get more of an opportunity to get back on track. And Petro, like I said, he's never been that point guy. And as he gets older in age, like Bergeron, he might just settle into that defensive role. And then come playoff time, he'll go on a tear where he'll get the points. Yeah, I think uh, with I think with Theodore's lack of production, it's it's kind of because the power play has just been abysmal, and that's because the top guys have been out. So that that's going to change, and he'll get his points. Yeah. Petrangelo, like you said, Joe, not a big point producer to begin with. He only had four power play assists last year. That was all of his production on the, on the with the man advantage. So while I do think Petrangelo is going to get a boost a bit when the players when those guys come back, I think he was drafted too high to begin with. So I, I think we're all in agreement on that one. All right. Uh, this this should spark a big uh, discussion here. We have a bunch of Dallas stars. It seems like every year, players on Dallas are underperforming. We have Sagan with three points in eight games. We have Klingberg missed it some time, but zero points in four games. We have Rupe Hints that we get a lot of talk about. One point in eight games. Joe Pavelski, three points in eight games. And Jamie Benn with two points in eight games. Like it's it's tough to group all these guys in, but I think maybe other than Sagan and Klingberg, I was gonna say who are you not worrying about out of the group? Yeah, I like, think Sagan and Klingberg. That's I'll where say I know. That's where I'm going. Those are the two guys that I think I'm leaning towards. I think Hints. Who knows? Hints is just all related to health status in and out of so the lineup. I don't know, but he's played eight games. Yeah, so yeah you're, right. 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 you're right. Let's let's center this around Hints because I think he's kind of in the middle of this because I think we. I think we're waiting on Sagan and Klingberg. I think we're definitely worried about Pavelski, given his age. Uh, ben, he just hasn't been producing points lately. But Hintz is the guy that we're getting a lot of... Because he, he's so he's like 83% owned. Everybody rushed and drafted this guy. And, you know, he had, what, 43 points in 41 games last yep. year. This is the tough one. <sighs> but for me... He did it once. One season, he did it. I think he's a great player. I love watching him. But it would not shock me if he gets 43 points this year. Again, like, I I just, it, I, it, there's not enough sample there. 41-game yeah. season, one-off. He had crazy good chemistry with Pavelski and Robertson. I am absolutely worried about Hintz. It's hard yeah. to argue with everything you just said. It's like, yeah. he looks good and everything, but... I mean, it hasn't been there so far. He's only done it once, and there is the injury concern, too. It's hard not to worry. And what? Usually they say about teams, you know, 20 games in is kind of what you are as a team, you know, to kind of get a big picture. So what? Players, if you translate that to players, he's eight games in. That's 12 more games. Can he really, like, he has half the runway left to kind of win back some of his yeah. Owners. Yeah. Well, that's a good yeah. point, Joe. It is. It is like it's hard for me to say worry for any of these. Like I'll say that I am worried, but I still don't. I wouldn't recommend dropping yeah. him or looking for a trade yet. Right. The numbers are so much worse than they should be. 
Mm-hmm. So, like you still have those two weeks, three weeks where it's like the next 12 games might determine what you do. Right. But the thing is, it's almost like you might need to act now because in two weeks, if Hints is still like this, his values just shot. Shit. Yeah. Where there shot. you might find a guy that actually would right. want to take a chance on him. Because right. we're like, our, us as GMs are like G- NHL GMs. We all think we can turn. So true. Turn a player <laughs> into, we you know literally I mean? have absolutely zero. zero to do with a player's actual yeah, ability. Exactly. Or play. Exactly. Yeah, right. So true. All right. This is a big one here. We have Jeff Petrie, zero points in nine games. Play Cole the music. Caulfield. Play the music. Cole Caulfield, just one assist in nine games. I'm worried I'm about them all. See, I'm not worried about Caulfield because I think he'll get his opportunity i think petrie with him taking over that number one spot from weber i think might be adding a a wee bit of pressure and putting him a little bit out of place um and focused on the d you're gonna say what i'm kind of the opposite there uh yeah petrie is he's such a good player and like yeah montreal just hasn't been scoring and shit right now that's gonna turn Petrie is the guy. He's, he does everything too, so that's another reason why you shouldn't really be too worried. He still does the peripherals. He's still Caulfield, getting you the hits and shot and blocks and. Yeah, exactly. And, and Caulfield, everyone was so high on coming in to come out of the gate. Rookie like of the this. year. Rookie everyone, of the year. Yeah, everyone is thinking maybe he's not as good as we all thought. Moritz, Moritz, he's gonna be cider. He's running away <laughs> with it right now. Yeah, I think he has like what eight our, points our, in nine games or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. I said this coming in, and I even made a bet with Lopo about Caulfield 30 goals. I said no chance. No No chance he scores 30. It was before the season started. Everyone was so high. We would have taken the under on that. I think we all would have taken the under on that. Relative relative to expectation, I'm absolutely worried about Caulfield. It's not there. I think he'll get hot. He'll get streaky. He'll score goals. Yeah, but but I don't think that expectation 100%, Mike. No, no, no. no. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he had Calder, Calder expectations. Right. In. It might just be an indication that he's going to take... Like, he's still going to be a great player. I fully believe that. It might just be an indication that it's going to take him a little bit longer to get there. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree 100% with what you said on Ath, on Petrie Ath. He's He's the guy. There's nobody else to go I'm, to. I'm, I'm hoping he's right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, a couple more defensemen. Let's make these quick. Ivan Provorov's got one point in seven games. Worried. He was drafted like a player who is top everything. They Philly brought in so many defensemen I that he's been pushed down the yeah, lineup yeah. a little bit. He's still an incredible player, but for fantasy, he should not be 83% owned. That's crazy yeah. high. Uh, yeah. Like uh, bringing in Ellis and other guys, even Yandel too. Like they're Risto, like yeah. Risto. Like they brought in three bodies that could easily take over the offensive role for Provorov. Yeah. And that's it. That's what's happening. Exactly. Yep. Because we've seen it. Yandel PP1, Ellis when Yandel's not there. Yeah. So Pro Rob's definitely worried about him. And do we even really have to touch on this last guy? This is a big, this like, is a, this is a big worry. And it should be. What the hell it is Arizona doing with him? Yeah. Like, Jacob I'm chicken. I'm, I'm shocked. And not only what that, Arizona's doing this, they haven't this guy. won a game. In eight games in, they haven't won a game. Is Ghost still on the it's top ba- unit? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's what's baffling. What's going on? Actually, our buddy shout out, to, shout out to Spencer. He he texts me the other day and he goes, "What do I do with Chikrin? Like, what do I do with? I'm like, I don't know. Try to sell him to somebody who wants to buy low on him. Like you, that might be a late. Like 
I don't know, maybe hope he they, gets like, traded. That might be a, basically a, is a, what you do. With hope him. he gets traded, or you like it's basically a late season trade to someone who's out of it that might use him as a keeper. Yeah. But yeah, ugh, yeah, baffling. Yeah. Worry, worry, worry. <laughs> All right, let's move on and talk about the week ahead here. Uh, we have four four gamers from Chicago, Detroit, Nashville, Ottawa, and Vegas. There's Boston, Carolina, Columbus, Colorado, Florida, LA, and Pitt who played two games. So I'm uh, probably not going to want to stream anyone from those teams. Heavy nights. As you listening, Bri? So sort Tuesday, of. Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, because we're going <laughs> to. Um, navigating the week here. So Monday, Wednesday, we have uh, Chicago who plays. I'm probably looking at a pickup from there. Similar to what we said before, it's like managers think you can add guys and try to revive them, and that's kind of what I did with Taves uh, today, actually. But he's 45% on, three assists in nine games. Yeah, you're lucky I didn't have any pickups in our pool <laughs> left, yeah. or else I was on him. Like, uh, yeah, whatever. Go for it. <laughs> uh, and then there's Kirby Doc, 30% owned, uh, four points in nine games. I've liked what I've seen out of Doc this year. So far, anyway. Nashville, they have three off nights. They do a uh, Western Canada trip, and then they got Chicago. Other than Yossi, Forsberg, and Ekholm, everybody on Nashville is under 15% owned, which is wild. You have Duchesne, 12% owned, five points in eight games. Granlin, 9% owned, six points in eight games. And Tanner Janot, sounds like your last name, Joe, 2%. <laughs> Uh, he's got five points in eight games, 17 hits, so a good little floor there if you want to take a shot on him. And then there's, uh, for Friday and Sunday, uh, Chicago and Nashville both play those games, but also Anaheim. I touched on him a little bit earlier. Terry, uh, he's taking a step here, nine points. And then Isaac Lundstrom, uh, he's been good. Anth just picked him up, yeah. I believe, in, in one of our leagues. Uh, he's got seven points in nine games, so a good little flyer there. I believe they play Arizona on Friday, so... Could get some points there. Let's rock. You guys want to do the Battle of the Bargains now, or we'll just leave it to Instagram? Insta? We do can it. do it now. Let's do it. All right. Let's do, do it quick. It. I already have mine locked and loaded. Okay. All right. So we're still waiting on uh, the, this week to wrap up. As you guys know, we record Sunday mornings. So uh, we'll have those results on our socials. But uh, the first season, the first week, Anth won between the four of us. Um, shout out to Hauling the Mail. Plays every week. Thank you, bud. You won, He's uh, won a few week times. one. Yeah, he won with Cairo. What a He's a pick. beast, that guy. Yeah, so shout out to Hauling the Mail. Well done. Let's get to our picks this week. We will start, Anth, you're last. Let's start with Brian. Brian, go up. Uh, I'm going to ride the flames with my boy, Troy Terry. 16% owned. Yeah, I thought you were going with the Calgary, a Calgary flame. Calgary flame, yeah. yeah that's that's what I <laughs> <laughs> but good good pick, good pick. Troy Terry. Joe, you can go next. Uh you know what? I'm I'm waiting for a little spark from our boy uh Matthews. So I'm gonna go with Michael Bunting. Hey, he scored What's last his night. His ownership is seventeen percent. Yeah, he's good. All right. Seventeen percent Michael Bunting. I am gonna go. I'm debating Pred. Uh, you know what? Let's go with pick Connor Brown. Oh, you're gonna pick Tanner Janotti. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. Connor Brown, 14% owned. All right, I'll go with 15% owned Riley Smith. Ah, that was my other one. That was my other one. 
Oh, do we get okay. a? Do we? Are we gonna get our first trade? <laughs> Connor no, Raff or Riley's in? I'm not trading. That'd be the dumbest. <laughs> That'd be a lopo trade for Mike. <laughs> trade a lopo trade. Trade Riley Smith yeah. to Mike for future considerations, and then. And then no. trade him back for like no, four better players, you know, like give Mike, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, give Mike four better players on a better draft. Okay, pick and, yeah. I'll make the deal if you give me the higher pick next week. Uh, I don't mind. No that. deal. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. No deal. Little behind the scenes GM action. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's wrap there. I, I kind of want to retire this segment, but because. Joe is on the show. First star, Joe. Yeah, nothing to do with the child he had in his hand before the show. Worry your weight on Joe's sleep coming up. Look, my my pumpkins Uh, had no chance. Worry your weight on Joe's fantasy, actually. It's not even fair. (laughs) Worry your weight on Joe's fantasy coming up uh, over the next few weeks. Worry. Absolutely worry. Play the music. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. We'll end like this. Worry your weight that you have a kid out there that you don't know about. I'm not worrying at at all because she said she was on the pill, so it's okay. She? Uh, like multiple? Yeah, right. We uh, will leave it there. We'll chat to him. This guy hasn't bought dollars yeah, in like six even. years. What is that? Uh, all right, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week. Good luck. Thank you to Manscaped and FanDuel as well. FanDuel will be presented by you guys again next week. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Show the FanDuel. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, good shit, guys. Good okay, luck, Okay, guys. Take it easy. Good luck. Sort of. All right. Take care. Blood and